Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Welcome, I am Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a twice-weekly broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 61 and pray our way through Philippians 3, 12 through 16. But before we do that, let's open with a bit of what we're calling worship prayer. This week, we're focusing on the idea that God is sovereign. A.W. Tozer says, to say that God is sovereign is to say that he is supreme over all things, that there is no one above him, that he is absolute Lord over creation. It is to say that his lordship over creation means that there is nothing out of his control, nothing that God hasn't foreseen and planned. It means that every creature on earth, in heaven and in hell, must ultimately bow the knee and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Deuteronomy 4.39 says, Today, recognize and keep in mind that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. And Jeremiah 18.6 says, House of Israel, can I not treat you as this potter treats his clay? This is the Lord's declaration. Just like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, house of Israel. All right, let's pray. Father, you, you are sovereign over all things. You are Lord you are in charge. You are the ultimate authority. No matter what earthly authority we live under, you are the ultimate authority. And I give you honor for that today. You can do with your creation whatever you please. With us, with the world, it's in your hands and you can mold it and shape it and do with it as you please. And we recognize that fact today. You are the Lord, God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. And as we worship you for that today, we ask that you would do those things in our life that you want to do, that we are the clay. We have no control over how you mold and make and break and shape and form and fire us and color us and use us. And I just pray that you would do those things, that we would not just be a lump of clay sitting in the corner, unwilling to do the things, unwilling to be the people that you would have us be. Instead, I ask that you would do all those things with us so that we might be useful and bring glory to you. Pray that as we move forward in this time that you would guide and direct my words and my thoughts, that we would be honoring and glorifying to you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in Philippians 3, 12 through 16 today. The last episode, we talked about Paul's mission in life, and we said it was that he said it was to know Jesus, to know the power of his resurrection, to know the fellowship of his sufferings, and to be conformed to his death. That's what Paul said his goal in life was. Today, we see what he has to do to reach that goal. We think of Paul as this superhuman model missionary, a towering figure in Christian history. Let's see how he sees it. This is Philippians 3, 12 through 16. Not that I have already reached the goal or am already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let all of us who are mature think this way, and if you think differently about anything, God will reveal this also to you. And in any case, we should live up to whatever truth we have attained." 
There is a bunch of good stuff in there. Let's pray that. Lord, if Paul can say that he wasn't perfect, if he hadn't reached his goal, certainly we can. We are not perfect, but help us make every effort to take hold of perfection, to take hold of the life that we should be living in Jesus. Lord, help us to learn where we are falling short and to correct those errors. Help us to love you so much that we would leave everything else behind. Help us to recognize how much you have taken hold of our lives. And I ask that if there are areas that we are holding back, holding on to ourselves, that we would give those to you. I pray that we would just be more and more taken hold of by the person of Jesus every single day. And that that would encourage us, that would motivate us to take hold of the life that you have promised us. Paul says, this one thing I do, and this is so good for us to remember, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, he pursues his goal, the prize promised by God's call in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. Lord, I just this morning was feeling discouraged about something that I had not done that I feel like I should be doing. And and then I read this verse and I remember forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead. The stuff that we did before, the stuff that we failed at, the stuff that we succeeded at, all that is behind us and what is ahead is important. So help us to forget the mistakes, forget the errors, forget the failures, and reach on and pursue in our future. Today, help us to learn what that means. Help us to recognize when we are thinking about um, when, when what we have done or felt or thought or not done in the past is holding us back. And help us to turn towards what is ahead and move out in pursuit. In pursuit of the goal, the prize promised by your heavenly call in Jesus. And then Paul models some things about relationships for us. All who are mature, let us think this way, forgetting what is behind, pursuing the goal. If you think differently about anything, God will work it out. Help us to handle our internal disagreements with other people in this same way. Each of us needs to live up to the truth that we have attained. In other words, we need to live up to our own spiritual maturity level. I can't ask someone who is a brand new baby Christian to be doing, thinking, or behaving the way a mature Christian is supposed to behave. So whatever level of maturity we are at, let us live up to that level. Let us not stay babies. Let us not assume we have to be doing the things that a 50-year mature Christ follower is doing, but let us live up to the truth that we have attained. Let us seek after truth that would grow us into that mature person. And then let God work out what He needs to teach other people. Yes, we need to be speaking your word and holding each other accountable, but at some point, it's not our responsibility for other people's actions. And help us to recognize when we need to leave it up to God, and that we do not need to be all the time a hammer hammering away at things that aren't our responsibility to hammer at. I don't know who that's a word for today, but (laughs) let's let that out there. Help us to realize what is our responsibility and what is not, and help us to act accordingly. Lord, I pray that this morning we would be renewed in that pursuit, that we would leave last week, leave the weekend, leave last month behind, and that walk into this new week 
with the idea that this is an opportunity to pursue Christ-likeness and that you forgive us for everything in the past. Actually, you forgave us for everything in the future too. But Lord, help us walk into this week with an idea that we are renewed to pursue the prize that you offer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining me in prayer today. I so appreciate you being here. If you're watching on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you found it helpful, share it with a friend who would appreciate it. Ask them to join you. We'll be doing this again on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central. If you are a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps more people hear about it through the algorithm and they are able to join us in prayer as well. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, who gives you the truth and tools to help you live the life God has for you. My heart is that as we pray scripture together, that we will all grow in our prayer lives, that God will speak to you in your situation as he speaks to me in my situation. And I pray that he will answer these prayers in mighty, mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.